0: And welcome to episode eighty-three of the Massive Attack podcast. I'm Joe, and with me, as always, is Mitch. G'day, and we are rapidly getting to the end of the alphabet. Yeah, They're only like seven to go.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're doing this Gregorian alphabet or something, are you?
0: Is there any other alphabet? There's plenty. There's the uh, the Greek alphabet. Yeah, and we'd be up to Omega if we got to the end, but we've already done Omega Man.
1: Yeah, um, I think we did that joke last time
0: Did we? Yeah uh, There's not much else to do then, is there? No Alright, we'll go back to the What did you call it? Gregorian, Gregorian but that's wrong <laughs> <laughs> It's a calendar, I think it's Gregorian. I, Isn't that the dudes that chant? Yeah Like Enigma? Yeah Was it Enigma? Yeah Yeah. yeah. Anyway, mm. thanks Thanks for tuning in <laughs> We'll see you next month no. <laughs> This is the letter X X X marks the spot Alright, our all-porn episode All the time See, we were going to do porn parodies for P, but then we ended up doing the prisoner. Yeah, mm. probably good. Do that. Probably. We did that. <laughs> yeah, but no, this is X. We could have done X Men, the '90s cartoon with the Wolverine with the Australian accent for no particular reason. Yeah, there was also a comic before the cartoon, you know. Was there? Yeah, we could have done that. Yeah, well, I've never read the comic, but I've watched a cartoon. And it was a movie. Was there? Yeah. What movie? Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage? No. No, no, no. no? The first one? Yeah. Or the second one with Ice Cube because Vin Diesel was too popular doing other things. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. We could have done Exhibit and we could have just watched every season of Pimp Ride. We could have. I'm glad we didn't. I've got done David DVD. <laughs> It's and not you, the same, though. You bought it on DVD? I did. I bought it on DVD. It's not the same, though, because it hasn't got the licensed music. It's just got generic DVD music. <laughs> you, you paid real actual money. I did. For Pimp My Ride. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because it's one of those shows that once you've watched it, you just think, oh, man, I really want to watch that episode again. Because oh the car does different things every time you watch it differently. But no. I thought I, thought I knew. Exhibit's cool. <laughs> we could have just done the movies of Exhibit. Yeah. We could have done the music of Exhibit. Did he sing the thong song? No, that was Cisco. Oh. He's not as cool as Cisco. He's cooler than Cisco. (laughs) No, we're not talking about Exhibit or Cisco or Disco Inferno for that matter. You remember when Fong Song was really popular and Disco Inferno changed the spelling of his name to be similar to Cisco only with a D?
1: about wrestling? Yeah. So all those fans, our fans who don't know wrestling, have no
0: idea what you're talking about. Yeah, no, of course they don't. <laughs> That's why they listened to last month's episode where we talked 56 minutes about wrestling video games. Mm. But no, we're not talking anything like that. Maybe we are. Are we? Wrestling video games. No, we're going to talk X for Xbox One because we both got our Xbox Ones In October last year. Glad you remember. Yes. Well, I had to look it up to find out exactly when the release date of Gears of War 4 was. Ah. Because both of us bought the special edition Gears of War 4 red battle damaged Crimson Omen Xbox with the one terabyte drive and all that. Yep. So we could play
1: Gears of War 4 because we love the Gears of War program.
0: When did we finish that game? crickets (laughs)
1: that's why we haven't We have we
0: (laughs) but yes both of us got our xboxes in october last year your wife was nicer than my wife and i had to wait till christmas to actually get mine i don't believe that Although I think it was a little bit earlier than that because I begged and pleaded and told her that it would take (laughs) me ages to download everything once I got it signed up. But yes, 12 months on, we thought now would be a good time for us to just have a bit of a look at the Xbox and just, yeah, cover what we've been doing on their Xboxes for the last 12 months. Not playing Gears of War 4? Well, no, not finishing Gears of War 4. Yeah. I have played probably a little bit more other than just the storyline, but maybe we're jumping the gun a little bit there. So as I said, we both got our Xboxes as early Christmas presents last year in October when it came out. Yep. I had been resisting the urge to jump to the next generation. I was very happy with my 360. Me too. And then when the Gears of War 4 version came out, I was quite excited that maybe I should get it.
1: Well, I I sort of panicked because it was word that the one terabit version was sold out and not coming back and you can only get these other ones. I was like, oh. The big car drive because they're definitely going to need a big hard drive. So that's the best value. And I'm going to buy this game anyway. So it was the next, you know, the game's going to cost me $90. So I might as well just buy that version.
0: Yeah. And when we got it, it came with not only Gears of War 4, but it came with download codes for all of the other Gears of War games. So Gears of War 1, 2, and 3, and mm-hmm. Judgment as well, was it? I think so. Yeah. I can't remember if that was part of that deal or that was the games for gold, was Judgment. Anyway. But it came with the whole Gears collection. And I'm not sure if they are raised up versions of the 360 games or whether they're just the backwards compatible 360 games
1: no idea didn't even bother downloading
0: no really oh, See, how yeah. i have but anyway so yeah we both jumped prior to that i think the only game that was really kind of teasing me the idea that i needed to jump was Peggle 2 oh hell yes sounds sad that i was willing to buy a 500 game system to play oh, i'm not sad at all game. i own it on everything i own
1: yes the, the plays that i have it i've got it on my ds my phone my my 360 my one iPad? Yep. Yep, me too. Yes. Yes. So No, no, no. That was definitely one that I coveted.
0: Yeah, and tying it back into last month's episode, I was kind of keen to jump to the next generation because the WWE 2K games were running a better engine and better graphics on the new generation games as well. But since I've actually got a version on the new generation, I'm not that keen to play them anymore because Mm. the gameplay is not as good. Fair enough. But anyway, so we've had our Xbox Ones for 12 months. Yep. And in that time, we've probably played... More games than you can remember. Yeah. You think? No. I went through my list and there's not as many as I thought there was. I
1: actually went back and looked and I like, I played more than I thought.
0: Oh, see, I'm the opposite. All right. So firstly, maybe we should just jump in and talk about what we have played yeah. on the Xbox One over the last 12 months, because okay. since we've been doing the A to Z episodes, we haven't really been no, talking that's current events. we haven't
1: really finished Gears of War 4 as well, is because we're recording more often, so we're not spending the same time on the couch playing the games together.
0: Could be. We'll blame the podcast.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you, Massive Attack. I'm going to blame the band. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, maybe.
0: So, in the time that we've had them, Mm -hmm. I think I have finished probably two or three games, if that, and I have only purchased... One game new on disc, but I've bought a few things through the online store. Yep, and I've played an awful lot of the freebie games from the games. That's for Gold. been so
1: good. Like I used to go to EB Games all the time. I was constantly checking for pre-owned games to see what I could buy cheap. Yep, I don't, I don't even venture into EBs that much anymore because one, the games aren't that cheap. The pre-owns aren't that cheap. They just don't seem to drop in value the same way the three hundred and sixty games did. No. There's nowhere near as many, but the online store is huge, and there's a lot of games that just don't get disc releases anymore. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, the games with gold, the free, just having that membership, which is, what, 50-odd, 60-odd dollars a year? Yeah, depending on where you get
0: it from. Yeah. You, you get, what, two, three games a month? You get two Xbox One games, normally one major release and one sort of indie title Mm -hmm. and then you also get two xbox 360 games which are always backwards compatible for the xbox one and when i knew that i was going to be getting an xbox one i started setting them up to download the games so once i did actually get my xbox one i had probably four or five games sitting in my queue ready to download as well
1: Yep. So I've actually got games not downloaded yet. They're triggered, yeah. so they will come. But I, there's so many games I don't need to buy anymore at the moment. So as far as that, if you just wanted to play something, that $60 a year will be, get you enough games to yeah, play. Yeah, I play play. So. Yeah, so unless it's a game I really, really want, I'm not coveting i'm not going through and saying oh this is cheap i'll just try this mm-hmm. like as far as at the store but and its generally i just check the deals of the week and i might buy something on that because it's cheap and it's like oh yeah i'll give this one a go yeah and
0: i think that's where i've bought most of my purchases from as well is that like either being on special or as the freebies mm-hmm. as i said i've only bought one disc personally i have had a couple of people buy me games for birthday presents and christmas and that sort of stuff but my personal buying i've only bought lego world Mm-hmm. and I've probably had a couple of sessions of that and played a total of about eight hours yep and it didn't grab me quite as much as I hoped it would and I'm sort of in two minds whether I should continue with that or whether I should trade it in so yeah mm-hmm. but as far as games that I have, actually finished yep. the only major title that i've actually finished has been rise the was it fall of rome yep son which, of rome son of rome which is actually a launch title for the xbox one when it first came out mm-hmm. and we got that as part of the games for gold yep and i really enjoyed it i've spent quite a lot of time on that but it, it's really in my wheelhouse of games that i like it it's the third person action adventure genre yep and it's got a pretty good story like bits of it are a little bit naff, but the gameplay was kind of repetitive, but still not enough to be too repetitive to enjoy. Yeah, it. it got to the
1: end, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Like it was about six hours, seven hours gameplay into this thing. Maybe, maybe yeah. it probably took me about eight or nine. But by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, I'm finished. I, I'm done. You can can finish now. I, I've had enough. But it was kind of cool. It, it, when it launched, it was pretty schmicks. Sp- Graphics, I suppose, but not that much more than... Because we played Far Cry 3
0: on the Xbox. And Far Cry 4, 4
1: 4 on the 360 was an amazingly beautiful game. And Tomb Raider. So so it showed what the 360 could do.
0: I think they were probably pushing the upper limits of what the 360 could do.
1: Looking at that and looking at rides, it's like, there's
0: not that much different. No, I don't think so. But then... If you compare Rise to, say, Gears of War 4, which is a brand new game for yep. the Xbox One, mm. I think the graphics were a lot better on yep. Gears of War 4. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, though, Gears of War 4, I didn't think the story was quite as good well, as previous Gears of War It Wars. didn't grab us
1: like previous ones did. Like, it, right now, talking Gears, I want to do the last level of Gears 1 with you, as opposed to going back to seeing a little bit more Gears of 4.
0: Yeah, I I know I played a lot of online gears too. Mm-hmm. because that was when they first brought in Horde mode and I played a lot of Horde online but as far as the story goes yeah, the the last scene when you're on the train fighting Ramp in Gears of War 1 mm-hmm. and there's a, a level that's a couple of levels before that where you're in the mansion and you defend defend the mansion before you get to the helicopter that's probably my favourite level of any game Yeah. so yeah storyline wise Gears of War 4 didn't grab me some of the mechanics in it were slightly different as well so I didn't really enjoy that quite as much yep. but we've played probably two-thirds of the storyline together and I have now gone back and played a little bit of Horde mode on that as well but again the Horde followed very much the way the Horde works on Gears 3 and you have to start off having a base and then you don't get weapon pickups you have to kill enemies and collect cash and then spend that to get the weapons whereas in Gears 2 you could just run around and pick up weapons which yeah probably was a little bit better. Other than that both of us have Forked out for Peggle, and well, I finished it. Yeah, I've I finished it. I didn't yeah. buy the DLC, but I did finish the I did. main. Oh, did you? Yeah, I I did finish that. So that's another title I've finished. Come on, PopCap, we want Peggle three. I'm sure it'll come eventually, won't it? <laughs> I don't know. Is PopCap even still a thing?
1: I don't know. Probably. they are, yeah, yeah. Are they? Yeah. Not distributed, anyway.
0: But other than that, most of the other games I've played are either indie titles or they've been the freebies. Another game that I know I spent a lot of time on was a little indie title called Pumped BMX. Never heard of it. It's a lot like Trials, only more kind of stick figure cartoony, mm-hmm. and you are riding a BMX bike on a totally 2D plane just doing tricks over ramps and stuff but it's just something about it the gameplay is very addictive and it reminded me of games of old and I did spend a lot of time on that. Okay well there were two games I was kind of excited
1: about when I first got the Xbox. I'm going to buy this, this and a few so there were two Definites that I bought when I first got it. So alright I had some credit over the various Christmas and birthday periods I got some Xbox credit so there was money sitting there just needed to be spent so I bought Rocket League, because I heard it was fantastic and I liked the idea. It's soccer with cars. Yep. And I sucked at it. And it's sort of like, not, you know, it'd be fun if I practiced enough and played against, because you play online against people, but you yep. can play against the computer. But it was kind of dull and not satisfying to do that. And I wasn't good at it straight away. So it was just like, this is too hard. I'm giving up. So that was a waste of money. And then another game which I absolutely <laughs> adored back in the my PC, early PC days of the early 90s, was Carmageddon. Okay. Fucking love that game. Yep. And they bought our new version for the for the Xbox One. It's like fucking hey, I'm buying you. And it was a bit shit. Okay. And it just felt the same. You know, it just I thought, oh come again, but with new graphics and new this and that, and it just didn't didn't feel special. Yeah. It just didn't play right for whatever reason. So I was like, oh that that was a waste. So
0: I didn't start well with the game, that's for sure. It's funny you say that because I think when I first got my Xbox One. I was a little bit anti the Xbox One. I was still like, well, "Did I just You're very negative? I don't like it. I
1: don't like I, it. I don't like. I don't like the menus.
0: I don't like them. I didn't like the menus, and I, I felt that maybe I had kind of a bit of bias remorse. I, I felt that I shouldn't have bought this five hundred dollar machine, or should mm. have asked for this as my Christmas present. Yep. And it was probably a couple of months in before I actually realised that yeah, this thing is better. Yeah. And I think what sucked me in was one weekend they did a free play weekend with the Handsome Jack collection for Borderlands. Mm -hmm. And at that stage, I didn't realise it was just a free play weekend. And it came up saying Borderlands 2 and Borderlands, the pre-sequel, were free to download. So I downloaded them and I played them quite a bit over the weekend. And... One of the things that I'd always complained about as far as upgrading from one system to another, I was always like, oh, I don't want to start again and have to build my character up. But one of the things it did with Borderlands is you could take your save from your 360, nice. upload it to the cloud, and then you could get the Xbox One version and import your already super buff character. So I did that and I played like a bunch over the weekend and then after the weekend finished I went to try and play it and it came up saying you don't own this game and I was like hang on what's going on and then I read the message saying that it was a free play weekend but it was on special about two weeks after that so I was like well I enjoyed it so much I might as well just buy it. So yeah I then went back and I played two of the DLC packs for Borderlands 2 that I hadn't finished on the 360 Mm -hmm. which kind of justified why I bought this super pack on a game i already had but graphically it is much better oh really okay yeah it's a lot more fluid and it just seems to flow a little bit nicer as far as screen draw distance and stuff like that so yeah cool well one of the
1: other games i was tempted by finally came as a freebie i think and that was trials fusion you talked about your little bmx jumper thingy <laughs> yep Well, Trials, we've talked about many a year ago, which was Trials HD. Yes. They bought out Trials Fusion, which was either very cheap or free- not long ago. So I've been playing a little bit of that. But something that came out, not that I got early with my Xbox One, was Trials of the Blood Dragon. Now, that was a mashup of two things I adore. One, Blood Dragon, which is a Far Cry game, and Trials HD. So it was the motorbike physics game where you ride, you know, ride your motorbike, yep. balance back and forth with power and brake in the Blood Dragon universe. And it was great. And I picked up that for a you know, reasonable price. It's only a small game anyway, but that was fantastic. It was fun just to be in that world, and it was cool. was like, yeah, this is good. So, uh, and it wasn't on the 360 because I was pissed off when I found out that it came out, and yeah. I only had the 360. It's like, I'm going to buy this game. It's like it doesn't exist no, you're not. for yours. Yes, it's like denied. Oh. So, now that was probably one of the first ones where I bought it and played it to completion, going, "Oh yeah, this is cool." But also, with the Xbox, it's not just a gaming system. Oh, that's no, what that's what definitely. I found because you don't do it the same way I do. But it's got TV pass through. So, I have my aerial actually going through the Xbox. So, I watch my TV through the Xbox, technically. So, it's the Xbox changing the channels, not the television. So, I bought myself a Nyko-branded remote control. There are official Xbox controllers out there, but they don't have an on-off button. Yep. This one does, so you don't. So, I don't have to use the the controller to do the controls. I've got a
0: remote, and that works pretty good. Yeah. I'm not sure what brand I've bought, but I've bought myself an Xbox remote as well that has an on-off switch. Yep. And I find I was a little bit hesitant at the start using the media player and that sort of stuff on the One. I was using my 360 still as my media center. But once I got the hang of how to use it with the controller, I haven't looked back. And one thing I do find I really enjoy in the media player on the Xbox One is if you're playing like a bunch of media in a folder, you can just select the first one and it will then play everything that's in that folder. Whereas on the 360, it kept having to go back and restart and go back. And that's really good with the kids because you can just say, you know, watch a couple of episodes of Pokemon and just throw it on and they just go for it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that about the folders because I don't actually have my PC even on anymore, which is where all my folders are. Yeah. Which it reads from, which it does all that beautifully. And it, mine's not connected wired, it's wireless. Yep, mine's wireless too. Yeah, good. I must say. But, but the TV runs through it, so it's got a, it has got a DVR, but it has got a time lapse or whatever you want to call it. So okay. you've got a half hour recorded TV as long as you don't change channels. Okay. So it's handy when you want to see the weather and you've just missed it and you can rewind up to a half hour and check something out, which is right. handy, especially when you've got a very pissed-off son who ne- you know who's going through toilet training and he's watching a show and he won't go to the toilet because he doesn't want to miss anything. He can actually pause live TV and come back to it later. It's fine. Mm-hmm. makes things a lot easier.
0: See, I've got Foxtel, so I don't really need to worry about that. And yes. I also don't have an external aerial in my house. I only have Foxtel through cable. Yeah. So I can't really do my pass-through for my TV because... Mm-hmm. As it would be my Foxtel going into... My Xbox going into the telly, so I didn't see a real reason to do that. Yep. But I've been around here when you've been doing it, and I've noticed that, you know, you've got all everything that a normal digital set-top box would have. You've got your on-screen menus and you've got, you know, information on there. So, it, yep. yeah. It does that, so that's fine.
1: So, as a media centre, it's good as far as that. It does work, not that I'm using, because I'm trying not to download things. I'm trying to be better. But I am using apps that are questionable in their legality.
0: Well, uh, I am too, and I'm still... Standing by the fact that if it's an official app that's on the Xbox Store that I downloaded, it must be legal.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so there's a lot of apps. And that's the thing. It's because the Xbox One is based on the Windows 10 platform. Yeah. There are cross-platform apps so, if you can get it on your Windows 10 computer, you can sometimes get it on your, your Xbox One. So, there are apps out there called Free Movies, Free Movies 2017, and variations of the like. And it's this magic little Netflix-looking thing where you go in there and there's movies and TV and you
0: watch them and they stream. Yeah, exactly. It's great. When they when work. They work yeah. mm. Yes. When they first come out, they like when the app first comes out, it seems to work really, really well. And they have quite a, a good ridiculous collection. Yeah, so they have new stuff, old stuff, TV, movies, Mm. you name it. But after a little while we try and go in there and it's like the server's not available. Yeah, because you actually have a
1: choice of servers. So, obviously... You go in there and say, "I'm going to check this server for this TV show." Yep, it's there. You push play. No, it doesn't want to work. Yeah, no. And more and more, they don't want to do that, which is a pain because it was working beautifully. Yeah, for a it long was a really there. good app for
0: a little while. But yeah,
1: so they're there, and I don't know. It's, a little, it's like I guess it's like torrent sites or any of those sort of things where you've got to stay on top of these. Going, all right, this is where you got to go now to watch your questionable legal content.
0: Yes. Well, another thing. Speaking of questionable legal content, we talked about Kiss Cartoon quite a bit. On previous episodes. On most episodes. Mm. It was almost our go-to cartoon streaming website. Mm -hmm. And Kiss Cartoons actually got an app on the Xbox One as well. Mm -hmm. I don't think it is up and running at the moment. Oh, it is? It is still running? I used it the other day. Okay. Because every time I try and go through it, I have issues with servers as well. But again, when I first got that, I didn't like the fact that you couldn't go full screen without there being ad bars. Mm -hmm. But then after a little while, you just kind of get used to it. You don't notice, Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I'm just being a bit of a snob.
1: But I think there is actually a paid version of the app you can get to get rid of those ad bars, but it's monthly oh, okay. or yearly or something. It's like, yeah. I'll pay a one-off and be done with it, but yeah. don't give me this ongoing payment. So I understand that's how you need to make money, but mm. you're providing a questionable legal service. You cannot be asking me for ongoing money
0: on this one. Well, speaking of streaming and mirroring and stuff like that as well, I did buy an app, or I, bought, I downloaded a free app, I think it was called DNLS or something like that, that you recommend recommended mm-hmm. that would mirror your ipad screen to the xbox and then anything that you couldn't find through the free movies app or kiss cartoon you can actually go into the app on your ipad open a website there and then yep. mirror that to the. anything streaming not just Any, mirroring streaming, yes.
1: uh, unfortunately not, not like an apple tv where you can actually mirror your screen yeah but um if it's a playable content yeah it will throw it to the screen yeah, and that's come I'm, in very handy.
0: I did spring for the ad-free version of that, which I think was about 7 bucks when I bought it. But I think it only stops their own ads. And if you go to websites that have pop-up ads, you still get the pop-ups. Oh, God, those pop-ups are annoying. And I, on a
1: phone or an iPad, they are worse. Because yeah. the, the problem with it is you're on a page, you want to push play. And obviously, all these questionable things. Who are we going to complain to? The <laughs> pop-ups are annoying, but if you're doing it in a web browser, generally it'll just open another
0: yeah, open tab
1: or another window. That's fine. Your your window's still open, but with this app, it's just like one browser only. So it'll take you out of the one you're in into this new one, and you generally can't get out of it, or you've got to back, you know, go back a page, and it's very, very frustrating when you just want to watch an episode of Supergirl and all this. Uh, anger. Yeah. Or Game of Thrones, or whatever it is. Yes. So uh, filthy pirate. Yes. So um, they've got you over a barrel if you want to do these sort of things. But they have. You just keep trying. There are ways and means of getting all this stuff done. Yes. So and
0: yeah. one of the other means, I guess, is going via Microsoft Edge. Which you can find yes. on the Xbox One itself, being the fact that, as you said, it's running on a Windows 10 platform. So Edge
1: is a web browser. Yes. So you can go to these questionable websites that we talk about that were, that I'm casting from, from my phone or whatever, but you can just do it straight through the browser itself.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. The Xbox One doesn't have Flash video, I don't think. Nothing does Flash anymore. No, mm. but some websites that you go to, you needed Flash for, mm. and they don't run through edge on the xbox one but a lot of sites that don't run off flash so pretty much than anything you can run video on an ipad that website would also work on an xbox yep. one
1: and they work fine and the pop-ups you do get your pop-ups which are annoying and at least they're opening in another window so you can close them yeah, down pretty close quick and problem. go back it's just part of the problems of being a filthy pirate is you have to deal with certain problems and that's doable they're all
0: quite doable. And ironically, we've talked about this off-air, but I find that a lot of the porn streaming sites work really well on the Xbox as well. Phenomenal. It's
1: written beautifully. You sort of want to get other people saying,
0: check out what they've done. Exactly. set it up this way. Why can't everything work this well? Yes, well done, Pornhub. But yeah, it's funny though, because the porn industry has made technology great, and a lot of people have then followed on from Mm. what porn did. If it wasn't for porn, there wouldn't be VHS. Correct. But Enough about porn. Now, we did talk briefly about screen mirroring. Mm -hmm. And we mentioned that you can't mirror from your iPad to your Xbox. But what you can do if you're running Windows 10, you can mirror your Xbox screen to your Windows 10 PC or laptop. Mm -hmm. When you were playing Mad Max, you were actually showing me how you could mirror it onto the screen. Yep.
1: So technically, you can play it on your – because you've got the TV pass-through and all that sort of stuff. You can say, all right, I'm going to play my game – you can watch TV still, so sh- the TV can be still playing, and I play it just using my laptop screen to play the yeah. game. So I haven't actually done it since because I don't need to, because you know the telly's there. Yeah. But it's an option, and hmm. it's like that's kind that could come in handy at some point. Hmm. And, I mean, technically, there's no reason I can't get, take it to the bedroom and sit in the bedroom and play. Like, take it outside. I don't know how big the range is, but With, there's no yeah, reason. Yeah, that's
0: what we're trying to work out is how far the range of the controller would be. Mm. Whether you would be out of range of the controller if you did that. Yeah, that,
1: that would be the only thing. Mm. But apart from that, yeah, so that, that, there's some handy little features in there. And and like we said, there's a bunch of apps So there's apps that work, you know, that are just Windows 10 apps that can work on an Xbox and things like that. But there are, you know, some are specifically written for it. Now, I know you definitely use it. I
0: definitely use it a lot. That's the
1: ABC iView app, which is a catch-up TV. I think that works
0: better on the Xbox One than it did on the 360. Well, they probably Um, probably didn't support the 360 after a while. Yeah, and I know I had a lot of trouble with the 360 that I would try and search for things and it would... Yeah, you know, shit itself out, and you would have to close it and reopen mm. it for it to work. But I find on the on the Xbox One, it just works a lot better. Yep, and I mean,
1: all the TVs have it: Channel Nine, Channel Seven, SBS. All the catch-up TVs are there. Yeah, so you can go to the apps and find rewatch whatever TV. So there's a lot of reasons not to download or pirate. Well, exactly, they've, and they've, it's it's makes it easy,
0: doable for you. And I guess the other thing, as far as streaming TV is, you've got your Netflix running through your Xbox as well. Yes, and like I've never seen Netflix run on anything else, but just the interface and all that sort of stuff on the One is very user friendly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, if if I didn't have my pay TV through Foxtel, I would definitely be getting Netflix through my Xbox One.
1: Yep, I mean the 360 works just as fine. Yeah, like I mean Netflix is very good. I mean they are. The number one streaming site, so they know what they're doing, yeah. And because that is what they're providing, they they don't do the disc thing anymore. No, so this has to be good.
0: And they never did in Australia, did they? Like when Netflix no, started, it was, it a was quick like purely, yeah.
1: But yeah, so they ha- it has to be good. You can't do a dodgy version. It's not like ABC iView is good, but it's sort of like their main thing is the TV channel. Yep, it's a subsidiary thing. Where Netflix itself, it has to be good, and it works on everything. I don't think it worked in on the Wii here. But I think even the Wii could run Netflix in the early days yeah, over definitely. in America. So yeah. you know, they they needed to be on any platform they can and work well. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you know, people would turn it off.
0: Hmm. And media-wise as well, the Xbox One for me was the first Blu-ray player I've owned as well, and I haven't actually watched a lot of Blu-rays through it. But I, I find it works quite well as a Blu-ray player. But you got to download an app. Yeah, that's a
1: weird thing. I mean, it works; it's fine. But yeah, you think it'd just be a oh, it's a Blu-ray Straight player; it's box. ready to go.
0: But now it's like you want to play a Blu-ray, you got to download this. What? App. So was the media player, the media streaming hmm. from your PC? You had to download that app before you could actually use it as well.
1: Because that's one of the things that we didn't we were holding back on buying because we, it wasn't a media player. <laughs> it wasn't until we confirmed that it was that yeah. we actually well initially it dollars.
0: wasn't it, that wasn't a launch thing the media player. And one of the other things that I didn't like about it is I was running, I think I had Tversity running on my PC at that stage and I was watching media streaming through Tversity but I also had Windows Media Center on the Xbox 360 and my kids found that very easy to use rather than Tversity. But the Media Center doesn't run on the Xbox One but now my kids have worked out how to do it through just the media player and they can find that easy as well. Yep. But I found that Tversity wasn't working for me and I've now switched to Servio, which you were Previously using as well. Yep. The other thing I've got as well is VLC Media Player, which I had on my PC and I've also got on my iPad, has got a version of the app that runs on the, uh, on the Xbox One as well. And one of the things you can do on VLC is variable speed playback. Because I have such a short attention span now, I, I have to watch shows that time and a half so I can watch them better. The only thing is the sound quality on VRC isn't quite as good as just your normal straight media player.
1: Yeah, and I mean, YouTube is, it's again, like Netflix, it has to work on all these consoles and that gets quite a beating on the, uh, the old Xbox One as well. So as far as we went through a bunch of games, there are still games I haven't mentioned yet that I have played, but it, it is used every day because it is our TV with a DVR or PVR in it. Yeah. And it's a media center that we use pretty much every day. Yeah. So it, it is that that happens to play games
0: yeah and when they originally brought out the xbox one they were kind of like it's the one device that you'll ever need and i sat there going oh no it's not i've still got foxtel i've still got my ipad and for me it probably isn't the one device but i can see the way you've got it set up that it is almost that one media device with all the
1: apps and this is a beauty or whatever but the fact that there's no control on these dodgy questionable free movies apps and Mm. things like that you know if this was apple they just don't exist. No, if you're an Android phone, sure, things like this exist all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's but, a wild, wild west.
1: Yeah, but it, it, it's pretty damn good. But the Xbox 360 is still a pretty good machine. Like, that does a lot of these things, too.
0: It's funny, though, because going back, there are still games that I've got on my hard drive on my 360, because when I got my Xbox One, I kind of moved all my grown-up games that I had downloaded to the One, and I've left everything that's kind of PG, kid-friendly, you know, all my Lego games, that sort of stuff, on the 360, and the kids were going to be playing... The 360 was going to be theirs, and the One was going to be the games that I play on mine. But occasionally, we'll go back to the 360, and one thing I find just annoys me about the 360 is... how long it takes to boot up whereas the one getting into the menu of the actual or the home screens it just almost instantly whereas the 360 does take a little while but conversely loading a game takes a lot longer on the one i think maybe because they're, they're so big they're, well, yeah and another thing that annoys me as well i've got a couple of games on disc most of the stuff i've got is downloaded from the store but i've got like you bought me doom for christmas last year on disc but you can't play the disc you have to install it onto the hard drive before you can play it and it's kind of like the old days of the PC where it just needs to sit in the discs and mm. disc drawer and the computer needs to know that you own the disc for it to work, but you still have to have the full game installed on the hard drive for it to go. Yep. But running the game, once it's up and running, they seem to run quite smoothly, but the, just the initial loading to start a game takes a while. Well, I
1: mean, I've got Evolve as a, a free game a couple of months back, yep. and I stopped the download of it because I got like 8 gig of 34, and yeah. it's just like, I'm not going to play you anytime soon, I don't need to download a 34 gig game, yep. and that's the only advantage of having the disc is at least it can rip it off the disc a bit quicker.
0: But yeah, just so depending big. on the speed of your internet. Some some games, I think, obviously the servers where they're coming from, if it's probably a, a bigger game, like I know when I downloaded all of Gears, I remember thinking oh, that this is huge, this will take me a long time to download, but it didn't take me that long and I think yours took a long time to download, but then we were looking at the settings and I think you didn't have yours set to download while it was in standby mode.
1: Yeah, something like
0: that. So once you turn it off, it doesn't download. What I do like is though, you can set it up to have the, I think it's forced download or something they call it. So you can go onto the Microsoft website and buy a game and it will kind of trigger your Xbox to download it. So when the sales come out on a Tuesday, sometimes I'll be sitting at work and I'll be looking on my phone and go, oh, I might like that. And a couple of weeks ago, Star Wars Battlefront was on sale for $7 and I thought, yeah, I'll get that for $7. And I set it up to download. And then when I got home from work that day, it was sitting on my hard drive waiting for me. I didn't have to wait for it to re-download. And kind of in the same vein with that, I do like the snap feature that they've got on the Xbox One, where if you're playing a game and then you just want to stop and go and do something else, you can jump out of it without turning the game off. And then you can come straight back to it where you left off sort of thing. Yeah. So you can be in the middle of a level and not have a save, but you can just go away.
1: Oh, and that is a good thing, yeah, because in the 360, you're, either, you're doing one thing. Yeah. You're watching Netflix or YouTube or playing a game. And if you get out of that game to watch Netflix or something, you're out of that game. Exactly where now the
0: game is in the background.
1: Yeah. So it's like you're on a PC and you're going to the desktop and you're going, it is essentially Windows 10.
0: Yeah, and I I do really like that about that because there is occasionally when I'll be playing something and I'll be like, hang on, you know, the kids want to watch an episode of something before they go to bed or whatever. And it's like, all right, you do do your bit and then I'll come back and I'll just flick the screen over and there it is still waiting where I was.
1: Just quickly, a few (laughs) more games that I have actually played this year. I did play Mad Max, which I spent a good... I think, 30 hours in from memory. And it's very samey, but I just... is why I didn't play a lot of games this year, because the games I did play were long. Yeah. So I ended up playing Forza Horizon 3. I had it on the 360, and I think I transferred the game over to the...
0: Was that Forza Horizon 3 or Forza Horizon 2 we had on 360? Oh, whichever one I had on
1: there, I bought over. Yeah. And I finished it in on the one. And then I got the next one. It was actually a code that was given to me for Christmas. Yeah. And I haven't even finished that yet. Okay. It's a better graphics, but I just... Whatever happened, maybe having a second shot... <laughs> but um, I just didn't have the time to put into it yep. like I did the first one. That's there and Mad Max. I did. It's sort of the one of those late night games where I'm pr- slowly progressing. Where you got a mission, drive over here, do this thing, come back. Point. And similar to that, I just literally finished two weeks ago Far
0: Cry Primal. Huge. And ironically, I was really keen for Far Cry Primal. And I remember I bought my one through JB Hi-Fi through online. And initially, when I put my first order in, it was just the Gears of War pack, you got the machine, Gears of War, and the Gears of War previous library collection. And then just before it got released, they were advertising Primal as well as being part of the deal. And I was like, well, I've already pre-ordered. I wonder if I'll still get Primal. But yeah, I got Primal on disc when I bought my machine. I opened the box and there it was sitting there as well. And I was like, oh, sweet. I've got Primal too. And I was really keen to play Primal, but 12 months on, I haven't even started it. Well, if you like Far
1: Cry, which I did, I, I was looking forward to it. Not that much, but... But it's like, I love the Far Cry games. We've talked about on previous episodes where I went straight from Far Cry 3 to 4. And I can't wait for Far Cry 5. Yeah. But Primal, I'm like, but I like flying up in a helicopter and dropping bombs on people. That was fun. I can't do that in a Neanderthal setting. But... In this, literally, it's a Neanderthal setting. You're out there and you've got you know the other Cro-Magnon or Neanderthal people and you're fighting them. And there's toothed Tigers and Woolly Mammoths and things like that. But you're also a beast master, like Mark Singer. So you
0: have two ferrets that go and steal people's bras? Not that much. Not quite like, that much. Not okay. quite.
1: No, but you, you do tame beasties. Is that Tanya Roberts? So maybe. <laughs> and you you tame an owl. Okay. And you can send the owl out just to look for you. So you, you control this owl. So you're looking down and everything and that's fine and you can do it. After a while, when you level up and you craft, you can craft fire bombs, beehive bombs, and berserk bombs, they call them, where it's sort of like if you drop it in amongst a bunch of dudes, it makes them all angry and they'll fight each other. So it's like flying in your gyroscope <laughs> dropping bombs. So you just do it with an owl. It's like, this is pretty cool. So, yeah, once I figured that out, it took me a while. This is the thing I suck at game, where it's sort of like I don't really do it the the way games should. Yep. I sort of take my time, especially with the leveling up. I like, I like to like to accumulate points, which I know frustrate whenever we play together. It's like, what are you doing all those points? It's like I want exactly. to spend a lot at once and level like, up your sp- character. Yeah, but you do them straight away, and sometimes you are going, well, I want to, you got to do your tree properly. You don't just throw them all at one thing, and then you don't have enough later. So anyway, I, I got sucked into it. I didn't do what I have done with other Far Cry games, where I've done literally everything. This one, it got up to like I think hour thirty mm. when it should have been a twelve hour game from okay. but i don't know but yeah so i got up to like 30 hours in this game it's like yeah i'm done i'm doing story side missions can just go i don't need to find everything in this game i'm 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 done with it very enjoyable very done so between that and mad max that's been my biggest
0: gaming okay. of the year well, um, you did mention that you went straight from Far Cry 3 into Far Cry 4 and you also mentioned before how you were starting Forza on your 360 and then you finished it on the Xbox One. I think one of the problems I had as well as I had just started Far Cry 4 on the 360 but instead of porting it over and bringing my save over I just kept playing it on the 360. So a lot of my initial gaming was like well I'm going to game but I'll just finish it on the 360 anyway rather than playing on the One. And I've gotten used to it now but I found initially that the One controller wasn't quite as comfortable as the 360 controller and I don't know if that's because we've got the fancy Gears of War battle damage controller that's got weird grinding into it maybe that's what my issue was. I
1: don't know it's sort of weird because I don't know if you've found there's games you can get for free with this games with gold. If you go on the 360 or if you go on the Xbox One it's like oh I can download this game. You trigger it and say yes download free game that's yep. cool. If it's a 360 game they go you can't do it on this console. You have to do it off the website or whatever. Or back on your 360. Yeah so that's yep. why I, uh, sorry. All right. so I have to boot on my 360 to go in there and do it on there and I can't do it through the website it's only through the 360 which is very strange Yeah, I don't know how you're meant to do it if you don't have a 360
0: yeah I don't know
1: so that's fine but it's funny going into the 360 like the old interface it looks kind of cartoonish and not as professional in a, in a way <laughs> well, cause but it's
0: kind of nice it sort of pops open and just brings back nostalgia it's like oh yeah I, I think because the Xbox One doesn't have the avatars mm. it, it doesn't look as cartoony or childish as yeah. the, the 360 it, does
1: uh, it's a fond memory when you put it in oh yeah, this is, is kind of mm. nice. And But feeling the controller, it is feeling very different. And I think I do prefer the 360 feel. Yep. And maybe it's a nostalgia thing as well. It's sort of like, well, because I'm not doing it all the time. Going back to that feels different enough to go, maybe this is better. But I don't know. I, mm. I, I, I can't tell you.
0: Yeah. And as I said, I, I haven't done a lot of gaming, but some of the gaming I have done, I have done long sessions. And I find that the controller probably is a little bit heavier than the the original 360 controller? I don't know. But I know when I played Rise, I was playing big, long sessions of Rise. And by the end of it, I was thinking, well, my wrists hurt a little bit. But maybe it's just because I'm old and frail now yeah, and my maybe, bones maybe, aren't maybe. quite as good. But maybe who knows?
1: But two other games that I've put a little bit of time into. One, I actually play with my wife and that was Never Alone. And it's a downloadable game And There's no discs. And yep. it's, it's based on, like, Inuit stories. Okay. So you play a little Eskimo girl. I don't know if that's... Politically wrong. correct? Yeah. Probably um, and You can't say
0: girl. You say have uh, to say an Inuit female. Yeah, that's worse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and her pet, Arctic Fox. And, and you play one of either characters. Yeah. You can play it by yourself and you swap between characters because certain bits you can get to with a fox, certain bits you can get to with a girl. Or you play two-player, which is cool. And it was it was fun. We got through well. But the terrible bit is the fox dies halfway through. And Spoilers. You go, what the fuck? And I was like, tragic. I've been playing this fox for a while. I was like, oh. But you come back as a ghost. So, okay. so you still. Ghost them. fox, yeah, and you have different abilities as the, as the ghost. But it's like, oh my god, they killed the fox. <laughs> it was pretty tragic. But it was just quite, it was quite interesting. And it was a le- you know a level platformer, yeah. But it kind of worked. And yeah, my wife is not the gamer, no. so the fact that we actually got through without killing each other and finished it, well, that's good. It was
0: good. Well, my wife is probably a little bit more of a gamer than yours, and we had previously played through Diablo three on the three sixty. Yep, and we were looking for something that was similar to that on the Xbox One. But I found there's less couch co-op games on the one than there was on the 360. We were very keen on maybe getting the Shadow of Mordor game, but that is only co-op one That's online. pretty much Batman
1: isn't
0: it? oh. it's, it's Lord of the Rings through the Batman engine Yeah, but yeah that was only online co-op it wasn't couch co-op Okay, but we did end up playing one of the freebie titles which was Love in Dangerous Space Time and that is a cheesy very much 2D type flying space game where you are a spherical spaceship and you control little rabbits that fly the spaceship and the spaceship itself has different stations around what so there's like an engine room in the middle and then there's gun turrets on the edge and shields and you alternate between running between stations to use the top gun when you've got enemies above you or using the engine to move you around and stuff and my wife and I have actually played through probably three of the four stages of that together and it is just a cutesy little game but it is something that we've enjoyed playing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, yeah, as I said, that was one of the freebie games for golds as well. So, yeah, we're definitely getting our money's worth out of the freebies.
1: Yes. I um, mean, there's one other game I bought. It's I think it's from the creators who did Destiny and Flower. And it's called Abzu. A-B-Z-U. And it's a game, I guess. Like there is an objective but what you' you're you're underwater it's a very polygon looking things but it's, it's tranquil it's almost like meditation where you're you're a scuba diver in this sort of very artistic looking you know it's not realistic looking it's sort of a polygonal or something to make up a word, but it's crisp and clean it's not it's not like the money for nothing fuel clip or anything <laughs> and you, you scuba around and you've got to get to sort of objectives but there's no words there's no nothing you just sort of find it and you sort of figure it out on the way going oh yeah, I've got to find this thing next time to get to the next bit. And just the colour change and the way it moves, it's very fluid and there's nothing trying to kill you and it's just nice. Peaceful. Yeah, mm. it just works really well. So, you know, there's there's some strange stuff out there and these games, again, don't have discs. These are the smaller stuff and that's what I'm finding. You know, there are big things coming out. Like, I keep nearly biting to buy Injustice 2 yep. because it's, you know, DC superheroes fighting and I want that and I will get it eventually. Things like Gears of War and Mad Max and... Far Cry's they're there Yeah, I will buy those big games but
0: in between you just sort of want that little oh just give me something small and I think that's where the whole industry is probably heading I remember reading earlier in the year probably for best games from 2016 a couple of the names that really got mentioned was Firewatch yep. which again is an indie title which isn't really as much of a game it's just you standing in a tower watching for fires in a national park no you walk around oh do you yeah but but been, most of it is yeah I've, I've been tempted by that a couple of times when it's gone on sale but I've never jumped. Dear Esther,
1: that's sort of yeah. a free game recently and you're sort of, you literally, it's a story, it's an interactive story yep. where you're walking around a house and you're finding not clues but just pieces and you're piecing together the narrative of mm. the story as to what happened and that the game and the objective of the game is you find out what happened. Okay. So yeah, there's, there's some interesting stuff out there
0: if you got the time. Yeah, and I think the problem is finding the time. But there, there are a few things that are on my horizon for things that I would be keen on getting. We mentioned in the last episode about Tekken 7, purely for the fact of the New Japan crossover, and I am still waiting for that sweet spot for tekken 7 to come down in price and i will probably jump on that fighting games are my thing and i know i was tempted to probably buy dead or alive but then when i downloaded the demo of dead or alive it doesn't look that much different to the 360 version that I already had and that is a complete money pool whereas in previous dead or alive games you played as a character to unlock costumes with the xbox one version you just have a stock amount of costumes and if you want extra costumes you buy costume packs which are crazily priced but there is like hundreds of different costumes for all the characters so I don't know if I really want to go down that route other than that yeah there's the new Shadow of Mordor game which I think I can't even remember what it's called now but the the second of those ones has just come out and I'm kind of tempted by that but again the fact that it isn't couch co-op kind of put me off but I'm sure there is other titles in in the works that I would be looking for but like you said it's a lot of times you don't know these games and it's just a matter of looking through the menus of the store and just sort of seeing things and going that kind of good. that's cool. what surprised me the most because
1: you go to a game shop now and you look at the games and there's not a huge selection of games not like there was when yeah. I first bought the 360 going oh there's so many games I want to play Mountains this this and this exactly and yeah. you go in now and you know you know what's there they're not dropping in price no. and there's not like there's new ones that you hadn't heard of popping up on the shelf going oh what's that one I want to yeah, check it out
0: the other thing as well is there's a lot of not new IPs, double negative there, mm. but it's more, it's more you know, 2K18 basketball yep. or you know different FIFA every year. And it's like, well, yeah, these games are always coming out, but there's nothing like brand new that's really
1: and I thought, making you buy. I thought there's not a lot of games, but you, even when I first bought it, so it was probably a year and a half old when we got it, yep. and you go to the store – I was like, there's a shitload of games Oh, here. yeah. There's so many. And every week there's more added to that store. And yep. these are ones that are never going to get a disc. So I was like, there is definitely no shortage. It's just time and money is the only thing that's going to hold you back. Yeah. And there's Steam people out there who play Steam. I understand that you, you, you know, every day you probably get more games than there is in the total library of
0: yeah, exactly. the Xbox, the Steam sales different. But there is other options out there if you don't want to buy your games as well because there's EA Access, which I think is a annual fee of about – 30. 30- Five dollars Australian, mm-hmm. and you can play EA games. Obviously, yep. there is also another one that Microsoft themselves have done, which I think is about a hundred dollars a year.
1: Yep, and, and there's a pool of th- multiple games. We're talking thirty at
0: least, yeah, if definitely. not more. And a lot of them are brand new games, but mm-hmm. there is some stuff on there that I thought to myself, "Well, I've paid a hundred dollars for a disc for this game."
1: Yeah, and the thing have. is, once they pull it off, it's gone. Yeah, as in, all right, you know, this is off the schedule now. You can't play this game anymore. Yeah,
0: unlike but the games for gold stuff. Once you've downloaded it, you it's keep yours. that game. But yeah, these are they are playable in the library for. It's x essentially of time. like a
1: Netflix. You pay for a yep. membership for a year, and you have access to x amount of games. And we're talking thirty plus games here from memory. Yeah,
0: I, I am tempted by that. They do a fourteen day free trial, so maybe I should just. When I think of the
1: game time you want to play, and you go, oh, I've got a week,
0: and I can finish this game in a week. Yeah, you but can but try. that's the thing. I never have yeah. a week where I can sit and do solid gaming.
1: But yeah, so it, it's. Definitely user-friendly. There's options for you. You hmm. you can set it up the way you like to make it make you work. But, yeah, if you're time poor, you know, the 14-day trial isn't going to help you. But no. But you don't need to buy any games. That's the thing. You can buy this box and be done with it. Yeah, buy you, the box. You, you spend get, the money, yes. But you um,
0: – Get your gold subscription. Yep. <laughs> get your games for gold. Admittedly, they aren't brand-new games, but there is enough out there that would probably keep you interested.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: kept me interested. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean,
1: yeah, you, I, you had buyer's regret. I had buyer's regret whenever I spent that sort of money on them. For my, on myself for things like that I always do it but you had it a lot longer than I did
0: and as I said I think it was because I was still part way through a game on the 360 and I was mainly playing games on the 360 and the and the one was just sitting there not really doing much
1: mm. well mine because it was the TV yeah. um, it was being used every day So I didn't have a problem
0: that way. Yeah. But I'm glad I've got it. As I said, there was buyer's regret at the start, but I don't regret it now, purely for the fact that the apps themselves, like even that movie app, I think I've got $500 worth of value. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And it's just there when I need it. As I said, it's like something that, you know, I've got the game library sitting on my hard drive. And like you said, there's games that I've got in the queue that I haven't even downloaded yet. Plus majority of the games that I previously bought on the 360 are backwards compatible and if I wanted to or if I ever, you know, my 360 ever dies I can just download all of those again and play those.
1: And they've just announced a bunch of original Xbox games are going to be compatible and downloadable for the Xbox
0: One. And one of them is Crimson Skies so I think Which, you should be pretty excited about that.
1: Well I've still got my 360 that plays Crimson Skies but
0: that's fine. I don't want to
1: buy it again. I don't know how it works if I can actually say, well I own it, do I? But I don't know. it's upscaled and better graphics that'd be good
0: well see that's the thing i don't know if they are i think maybe i'm just thinking that they are because i know they gave away burnout paradise as one of the games for gold and that's a 360 title and i'm sure when i played it through the xbox one it looked better but maybe i'm wrong i Mm. don't know but yeah. Buyer's remorse aside, I'm finding that I am not remorseful anymore and I'm uh, I'm glad I've got the Xbox One. And I can see bigger and brighter things in the future for it. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I remember when we talked about it last year because it was like, yeah, I'm going to buy an Xbox One now because Gears of War is coming out. Or do I wait twelve months for the what they were calling Scorpio? Or yeah, was it was a Scorpio, yeah. yeah, which is now the Xbox One X. Yes, and I so would have waited a year, but from what I was hearing, it was going to cost a grand, and it's like I don't need, I don't need to spend that much. And no, I don't, I don't the differences a, at the time they were saying it was only going to be more powerful for certain yeah. things, but it's pretty much the same. And I so, don't
0: have a four K TV anyway, uh, so that it really was the other made thing. So I was
1: like, oh, it's <laughs> not worth it. I might as well jump now when I want it. I'm not going to pay a grand. I'd rather pay 500 now. And it's, I think it's only around 550. Yeah. I don't think yeah, the it's Xbox One X. X. It didn't, and oh. it didn't come out. But again, looking at the specs, it's not that much more. And no. it's pretty much only the 4K TV that would be the difference.
0: And it is kind of funny that we both jumped when they mentioned the whole big hard drive only being mm. around for a little while. It's like almost every commemorative edition that they've brought out has had this bigger hard drive. The basic white model that came out has a smaller hard drive but they've brought out the Gears of War one that we've got they've brought out a Minecraft one that's yep. like coloured like a Minecraft uh, dirt brick that also has a, a bigger hard drive I think they've brought out a Call of Duty one that's got a, an extra hard drive in it as well there may even be a FIFA one that's got a bigger hard drive so mm. you know, I think they got us with the, uh, the tempting us with the big hard drive but and the
1: big hard drive I and mean, you get a free game so there's a hundred bucks there Yeah. so I think we did okay, I don't regret spending what I did when I did
0: righty, well that's probably a nice place for us to wrap up this episode. Yep. We've actually gone a little bit longer than I thought we would. So yeah. Cool. One of those things that once we get started we just like to roll. Yes. But if you have any feedback for us, you can find us on our Facebook page. We are facebook.com slash the Massive Attack Podcast. We are on the as our website, or you can find us as the MA podcast on Twitter. And just a quick plug here, if you were looking for you yourself on Xbox Live? What is your game attack? Blockbuster J. And I am Trash seventy one. Not that we play online all that often, but just in case yeah. anyone wants to add us, I'm keen. Go right ahead. Yes, I'm sure there's some online games that we could play. Mm-hmm. Uno. Yeah, but I don't have a camera for my Xbox One, <laughs> so. You can't show your wang. <laughs> no. All right. And on that note, that's probably a good place to leave it on your wang, and we will see you next month. See ya.